back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. My name's Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocked. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Perfect. See, that was fairly smooth for some of my botched openings. I think that went pretty well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> With all the support and approval of a distant stepfather at Chuck E. Cheese. Look, Dad, I got all these tickets. Uh-huh. Wow, I just got called the stepfather. That's weird. A distant stepfather at Chuck E. Cheese. There's a difference. Oh, okay. everyone's saying hello to Gretchen in the chat on Twitch and not to me. I see how it oh. is. <laughs> hello, everybody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Well, thank you all for tuning in right now. Hopefully you're all doing very well. We have some random things to talk about tonight for stuff that came up. I, that really is the best way to describe some of the stuff. Not all of it's bad, not by any means. It's just kind of interesting stuff. Um, and we have a one viewer named ARTV. Gretchen, who is this bearded man on your stream? I don't know. Like, he just kind of forced his way into this. Like, I had other things I wanted to talk about, and he's just like, wait, hold on. This is this is what we're going to do today. <sighs> Why did I just hear a clown horn? I have no idea. Someone must be by your house or something. Uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, everything's going <laughs> just fine. May the fourth be with all of you. Happy Star Wars Day. Um, there's so many, like, little stories going on, like, leading up to more and more news breaking up for the future. That's what kind of this episode's depended on, for the most part. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, one of the big stories right now happening is for all you Red Hot Chili Peppers fans out there, there was two things that broke yesterday and today in the Red Hot Chili Peppers camp. Um, number one, we found out that just like, Um, Bob Dylan, who sold his catalog for millions of dollars, and Stevie Nicks, who also sold their her catalog for millions of dollars to be used for commercials and uh, licensing and things like that, Red Hot Chili Peppers have followed through with that same thing. Meaning, Red Hot Chili Peppers just made a lot of money. Red Hot Chili Peppers' career has not only landed them a spot in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and deservedly so, it's about to provide them a huge payday. Variety reported that the band is close to a deal to sell their songwriting catalog, which did go through, to hip- Hypnosis Songs, excuse me, I had a little thing in my throat, for over $140 million. Over that, too. Wow. Keep in mind, they made this payday off of their entire backlog, which they've already made their fortune on. This is genius for two reasons. Number one, they're not going to sell another million copies of Blood Sugar, Sex, Magic, and Californication, like of hard album copies, you know? And even Mm -hmm. if they did, the labels would get majority of that. So them making $140 million off music they've already made decades ago is genius. And they still, like, have the rights to play it whenever they want. It's not like they can never do anything with it again. It's just now that Hypnosis can license it out to, like, commercials, advertisements, other movies, whatever. You you name it, they can do it. Mm -hmm. So, number two, that does not include, as of now, that could be changed. It could be in litigation in the contract that they signed, upcoming music. Chad Smith broke the news yesterday that we will be having new Red Hot Chili Peppers music coming sooner than later. 
They're working in the studio right now. Nothing permanent, nothing, no hard dates. They said nothing yet uh, to concrete. They are actively working on stuff. And yeah, going to get new California anthems. And I made a joke on TikTok saying that's all we're going to get, more California anthems. I'm joking around, of course. Let's be honest. That's what Red Hot Chili Peppers do. <laughs> we're getting more California anthems. Maybe this time it'll be California pandemic anthems. Oh. Maybe it'll be um, political California anthems. I don't know. But keep in mind, this will be with John. The um, uh, for, Let's see how badly I can bunch, because I always hear every mispronunciation of his last name. Frusciante, oh Frusciante. If anyone would like to phonetically spell it out, please be my guest. But John is returning after many years away. He was going to return in 2020 when Red Hot Chili Peppers were going to play at Sonic Temple. Frushante, thank you very much. I've heard many different pronunciations. Frushante. Also did a little bit of dabbling with the Mars Volta, but still, that's besides the point. They were going to play in 2020, but that got pushed back further and further, just like everything else. So it'll be interesting to see what they make. Mm-hmm. I don't think Red Hot Chili Peppers are too old to make something fun- funky and catchy and good. My only request is that they make something a little more memorable than their most recent album, The Getaway, which I did not even think was terrible. It was just kind of there. Now, um, Gretchen, you've never seen Red Hot Chili Peppers live, correct? I have... Yeah. I didn't think so. I, I, I was about to say, I had to think about that for a minute, right, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I have not. See, I didn't think so. Neither have I. I've only heard good things, you know. Take that for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. I wanted to shoot them one time in Florida. They didn't approve my request. And that's fine. It happens. And I do want to see them. I want to shoot them live. I am by no means a diehard Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. You'll never hear me defend them to the death. But I am also not a detractor or a hater. Mm-hmm. Take that for what it's worth. So... They have albums that I do think they have two albums that stand out and test the test of time and stand out in the rock history for why they're so great being blood sugar, sex, magic, Californication. Those two are my favorite and they're years apart from each other. They have, they are in two different generations of music. So that's pretty impressive when you can do that. Mm -hmm. I leave this in the chat right now. Uh, You can, I see both people popping in from YouTube and Twitch after $140 million payday. After getting John back, is that enough invigoration and enough to reignite a spark for Red Hot Chili Peppers to do something fun? I personally think yes. The reason being, the last album was in 2016. They are working on something. Chad Smith said they're working on something exciting, you know. And Chad's the one I feel is the most level-headed and least insane. (laughs) <laughs> and I stand by that. I, th- I think that's very fair, by the way. So it'd be very interesting to see what they have in store for us. Will they tour? Probably. When? Don't know. They might wait till 2022, and that would be understandable, as many other bands are as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see, though, if they do something like that. And John from ARTV just put out a great point. Last time John came back, we got Californication. So they could, that again, this could be another spark that they need. They just got several boatloads of money 
and now they have all the time in the world still while everything's still on shut down. What else do you need? And then Chad Smith saying that, like, they're working on exciting stuff. That has me a little bit more interested. If Flea were to say something, if Anthony were to say something, it's like, okay, maybe that's just promotion. But Chad going out there and saying that and being very level-headed about it, it's like, okay, maybe that means something. Let me know your thoughts in the chat. Let me know what you think about Red Hot Chili Peppers. I keep this in mind, too. We will be having Rock Coliseum Riffage tomorrow night on Twitch. All four of us, John, Mark, Crash, and myself, two hours of music video riffing. Might have a music video for Red Hot Chili Peppers in there. Mm. Keep in mind, I'll let you guys decide what that is. If you guys um, at me on Twitter or on Discord or in the comment section of this video on YouTube, however you want to do it, of which video I should do. Keep in mind, I want to make this exciting for the guys. So that might be my one little thing. I have a variety of music videos. Some of you gave great, gave great suggestions, and some of you great gave terrible suggestions. Oh, dear. Yeah, it, it was the weird... It was like a very polar uh, uh, list, polarizing list of great ideas and just, what is wrong with you? Oh. So <laughs> I have to uh, filter those out a little bit more, but I got a good list going. So we'll be doing that tomorrow. And someone just said on the YouTube chat, John's return better be permanent. I, I would not never bet money on that. Get it? Come on now. Damn. I, I would hope so. But you better believe I would not bet money on that one. If he sticks around for an album or two, that's huge. That's bonkers enormous. So that's just me. Take that for, for what it's worth. That's the big news. I kind of broke with all the music stuff. Again, I can't say it's bad when, uh, like when a legacy band now, and that's the fair to say Red Hot Chili Peppers, a legacy, a legacy band from the 80s, you know, and then still dominating in the 90s, still making massive hits in the 2000s. Yeah, that's big. Mm-hmm. And to make a huge payday like this, following Bob Dylan and Stevie Nicks, that's pretty good. So... And yeah, uh, great comment on Twitch. John will be 90 announcing his sixth exit from the band. Oh. <laughs> Nothing against it. I'm just saying I would not bet money on him writing a lifetime contract saying, I swear to never leave Red Hot Chili Peppers again. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, And someone just <laughs> asked on YouTube, where can you suggest music videos? Do it in the comment section of this video. You can do it on Twitter at Rocktonet. You can also do it in the Discord. The Discord channel is on every YouTube page I visit, on my socials, and if you're on Twitch, I'll do it there as well. So, thank you guys again for that. We have fun on Discord. It's sometimes great, sometimes bonkers. So, moving on, because there is quite a bit of unique things. I wanted to bring that up, though, because that was, like, big news for the rock world when stuff like this happens. Proof that things can happen for bands and stuff like this in the business world and the music side of this. Because that means we might be getting... Songs like Around the World in more commercials and using the bass lines from Flea and stuff like that. So might hear more of stuff like that around the future, which I think is smart. Mm-hmm. Moving on. I'll just read this for Chad's quote, too. Let me, well, we'll finish this out for the upcoming music that uh, Chad and company are working on from Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's something coming. We're coming for you. 
I can say this, we're making a record, we're making new music, and it's very exciting. I don't know when it's coming out, but we can't wait for people to hear it, and we can't wait to perform for people, just like everybody else that really misses that experience. So, when Chad made that statement, I'm like, okay, this feels a little more concrete. So, we will be getting that, and we will be seeing them live eventually. No hard dates, but Red Hot Chili Peppers have something to have. You have a little light at the end of the tunnel of that (laughs) weird, chaotic funk rock insanity driven tunnel that flea is waving at the end at with his pink hair being the light that guides you home that bright pink hair that's quite the description thank you off the top of my head i could have done worse beautiful so moving on one thing that happened before we get to like a lot of tour announcements and um, festival stuff, because quite a bit happened yesterday and today and over the weekend as well. Um, one thing Gretchen pointed out to me earlier today while we were just uh, talking back and forth, Black mm. Veil Brides fans, um, I got a bit of a bummer news for you. <clears throat> now, this is me being putting on my nice hat, being serious. I'm very aware Black Veil Brides have many fans. This is not a knock or criticism on fan base or the music. This is just information right now. I'll read all the snark in the comment sections after I get past that. (laughs) What's going on is Mr. Andy Black, Andy Beersack, however you want to prefer to call him as, the vocalist from Blackville Brides, released a YouTube video today on the Blackville Brides channel saying they are delaying their album, their upcoming album, The Phantom to Dang it, I couldn't make it through. Calm down now. (laughs) I practiced and (laughs) I practiced saying it. (coughs) And now I'm coughing into my microphone. That's like, please don't choke. (laughs) The song, the new single has already been released, The Scarlet Cross. It's all over Sirius XM. It's getting airplay on Billboard's top mainstream top 40 on the rock songs. Guys, um, the new album, <laughs> The Phantom Tomorrow, is being delayed. Mm. I know. I, I, I'll let anyone in the comment sections of either of these videos or the live chats explain what that means, The Phantom Tomorrow. But still, The Phantom Tomorrow has been delayed. And it's not for... Um, impossible or unreasonable reasons if this is legit Mm -hmm. but what Gretchen was saying also really hits home because of what's been going on this past year Gretchen if you would like would you like to give a little synopsis because I know you saw this as well um, Mm -hmm. why they are delaying their album so just from the I can't remember like which article I've read first but um they're delaying it because they want to be able to put out physical like items in regards to the album. So they want to be able to put out vinyls, CDs, merch, blah, blah, blah. They want it. They're even like planning for a comic and they want to put physical things out, but they feel like they can't do that in June. But by October, they definitely will be able to. Correct. And Gretchen said the perfect time date as well. The album was originally released for scheduled for June 4th, but now it'll be for October 29th. Significant delay. And the reasoning behind this, because they're going to release so much, the comic to go along with the album, um, physical media, vinyl, CDs, things like that. I don't know if I can really buy all that. 
Yeah, I'm not sure I do. Now, the comic <laughs> thing is totally different. Because, yeah. like, that is a different side of this. But, in case you haven't noticed, music and comic books, the physical medium, they've still been coming out over the past year and a half. Lamb mm-hmm. of God were ones that delayed a little bit back in 2020 in spring and early summer of last year for this reason. And they gave, and it was a delay of roughly a month, a month and a half. The reason being they had to make sure everything was okay to send stuff through the mail. Not even so much the creation of the products, but to make sure everything was able to send out on time. That's when the mail and USPS was just super bogged down understandably Mm -hmm. and then overseas as well too like trying to ship stuff internationally yeah there's definitely a delay that's been going on with these physical things but like to say that you can't put it out over it's just yeah over a four month delay for music that's already been finished supposedly and they're saying that it's because they don't know they're just not able to physically create it Keep in mind, every album that's come out in the rock world, the metal world, alternative, everything else outside of these genres that we cover have been releasing new music just fine. Mm-hmm. Look at Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And Black Girl like- Brides <laughs> have big label support. They have money. Yeah. This is not indie band work operating out of a basement. Nope. Also, from Tom Randall on Twitch... We'll gladly accept your money today for a phantom tomorrow. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I buy this. Again, if, if, if this is legit, okay. I get it. Business yeah. is business. Physical products are a thing for pre-orders. That's a big money market too. That also makes me believe though, oh, did not enough people want to pre-order this? And you're still trying to rake in some of that? If it was just the comic book that was being delayed, I would believe it then. They could have said that, though. That's why I don't think it's just that. If they were to say, listen, we have the music ready, we're making everything, but we want to make sure the comic book is able to be released the same time as the album, and that's why we were delaying it. If that were the issue, that would make sense, too. Mm -hmm. That's not it either, though. The quote from on the YouTube video, like kind of a makeshift transcript of everything that Andy Black said, we, we realized pretty quickly that by having that June 4th release date, we would not be able to have vinyl records, other physical media, comic book series, all the things that we have planned for the release. So we are going to release the, of the record to October 29th, 2021, at which point we will be able to have multiple vinyl variations, comic book series, different multimedia, and things that can properly lay out the whole release. What were you doing during whole pandemic? <laughs> what what the heck? I the best example of this, um, what I dragged over um, two podcast sessions ago, one or two. I, the Mars Volta was able to create an entire box set with unique design, artwork, published results, making each vinyl new in an eighteen vinyl set, all during pandemic, overseas. Nope. You're, you're going to try to tell me they can't get this together? When um, Gretchen got me the pre-order for Deftones, oh, um, mm-hmm. you know, for their new album, there was no issue. We knew the album was coming. Everything was held on to. 
Gojira's album just came out this past Friday. Excellent, by the way. They have vinyl releases with variants. Are you going to try to tell me it's because they didn't have a comic book and that's why everything was pushed back? Something's going on. Take this for what it's worth. This is not me trying to throw shade at Black Veil Brides for making this decision. I still stand by if everything's not right for whatever reason that you should delay it. But be honest of why you're delaying it. Yeah. This is not the situation with a day to remember. I was about to say, don't pull a day to remember and blame it on artwork. (laughs) On artwork and making new songs and pandemic and not having a track list or albums. before it's supposed to come out. Yeah, they're not doing that. But something, I, there are some shenanigans afoot. I just feel that. This is not everything up front. Black mm-hmm. Brides are going to tour in the fall. Yes. We already know that. And for what it's worth, the video is pretty quick. It's just a two-minute little informational video on the Black Brides channel. Make whatever opinions you want about this. But I just feel like not, every, not all their ducks were in a row. And to blame it on the companies that make the physical media... That's lame. Mm-hmm. That's lame, guys. Come on. Not a chance. Unless you're going to Bob's Discount Vinyl Shack, where oh. they make their own vinyl out of buckets. <laughs> no. I don't believe that for a second. Come on now. Come on. So. I don't know, guys. Take that for what it's worth. Let me know what your thoughts are. But I just... For those who are waiting for the Phantom tomorrow, you're going to have to wait a little longer than tomorrow. Ugh. Phantom October. Well, at least it's, you know, spooky. I don't know. I, also, <laughs> I'm waiting patiently for anyone in either chat right now. Let me know what that means. What the Phantom tomorrow means. Because right Phantom now that just sounds tomorrow. like trying to be deep and inspirational and moody and gothic. And it just translates to nothing. It means nothing. Just, just reminds me of like when I hear the word phantom, the first thing I think of is the Phantom Menace, even though I'm not a Star Wars person. But you okay. know, it's fitting for today. It is for May 4th. I agree. Good Star Wars joke. Well done. Good reference. <laughs> I try. Yeah. So for all you Blackfield Brides fan, just hang on to your eyeliner and your leather and your hey, chains. Hey, now, yeah. you know that I like... Black Veil Brides, so you don't need to go so hard Was on the fans. All the things <laughs> I just said, and that's the one you got defensive about? Yes, that because one? I like Black Veil Brides. I mean, I like some of their songs. I obviously don't like full albums, but... Okay. Um, but I'm- I was talking about the band. I was not talking about the fans in general. I was just saying... But yeah, you're right. Put away fans. Hold on to your eyeliner. And her, and like, you know what? Yeah. So some of us, you yeah. know what? We will. Okay, we will. What? I'm sure <laughs> that stuff's not cheap. So no, it's not. <laughs> mm. So, uh, you guys will make it though. Moving on. Beartooth announced their new album. Below is going to be a little bit darker and more disturbing at points along with their big tour that they announced for the later 2021. 
First of all, we'll go with the tour. Beartooth announced that late summer, early fall, we'll be going on tour with Wage War and Dragged Under in the fall throughout the United States. Decent-sized tour, too, and they're going to be making some festival appearances as well, starting in Las Vegas, Nevada, August 14th, going all the way to September, the end of September in Michigan, including a few festival appearances. But they'll be hitting a lot of cities across the U.S. in pretty short succession, city by city, playing every night, because there's quite a few dates going. So they definitely have been waiting anxiously to get back on touring. Mm-hmm. So they have a pretty stacked month and a half of tour dates. No real time off. And then I think at the end of September, they're going to call it a day. But this goes in line with the new album below. So in a, in a quote with Loudwire Nights, the podcast that Loudwire does, Mr. Shomo said, I think people should be prepared and know what they're getting into. Really, the whole point of this record lyrically is me just capturing, also being as honest as I possibly can be about how I was feeling due to lockdown and COVID and everything going on. It does get to points where it's incredibly, incredibly dark and very self-deprecating and just borders on evil at points, but it's really not meant to be like this super painful thing. I know how gnarly the pandemic was. It was evil. And there were so many difficult times mentally because of lockdown. So I tried to capture that. And it almost this little time capsule of what I felt like. So for those who are unaware, um, Caleb Shomo usually outsources a lot of musicians to make the albums for Beartooth. And then the actual band is the band that tours with them. Mm. We talked about that a while back on the podcast. Or at least that's how it's been on past albums for Beartooth. This really is going to be a personal reflection for Caleb on this new album below. So for all you Beartooth fans, you're going to get to know how he felt during pandemic. And Probably the same as a lot of us. Yes. And um, I have seen Beartooth many times, but never in a concert setting, only at festivals. Gretchen's the one that said, um, gave some good light, shine some good light on this. Like how the festival performances, they don't really shine on that well, but... When you see them mm-hmm. at concert halls in a smaller setting, in a more intimate setting where everyone's there only to see Beartooth, they, mm-hmm. ex- they excel. They do great. Yeah. It's like night and day. Okay. And, that, and I get that, too. That totally makes sense. There's many bands like that. So mm-hmm. will this new album really benefit from that? They're aligning it just um, along the side of that tour. I have to look up. I apologize. Da, da, da. Let me look up the exact date for all the nice people. To hear more about Below, which will be out the end of June... On Red Bull Records, you can find out more on different sites. So it's actually going to be coming out a few months before uh, the tour. I thought it was coming out later in the summer, June 25th. So take that for what it's worth. There's already a few singles out now. I know Gretchen's fond of the first two that have mm-hmm. been released. So Oh, for, well, there have been three. Oh, there have, there have been three. Excuse me. I know you're fond yeah. of all three then. Let me say that. Yes. Yeah. So... Beartooth's going to be doing just fine. I think they're a band that will be able to settle right back into the groove of touring. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to my next point. This is just me hypothesizing on the state of metalcore. And Beartooth is not a part of this discussion. They've been around for a while. They've lived for the live show. It's very different. Um, there are many metalcore bands that have focused on the formats of making metalcore. A couple years ago, so many metalcore bands were coming out and they all sounded identical to each other. And that's still a problem now. Now all these bands are just sitting at home practicing, trying to make music to stand out and are failing at it. And now they haven't been playing live in front of an audience for a year and a half. 
it might there might be some growing pains for a lot of bands out there. Metalcore specifically, when a lot of especially those scene bands that really homogenize in sound and tone and even gimmick and appearance. And there are some definitely outliers on that too. That'll be just fine. I worry about some of these bands when they finally get back to festivals and touring circuits and stuff and not being able to adjust properly, whether that's playing in front of massive crowds again, even though they might say they miss it, newer bands not being able to adjust properly, and then just life on the road. That last one is a huge transition no matter how many bands have been doing this for their lives, like Beartooth has been doing it for many years now, even like even the band themselves, you could take about anyone that we've had experience with so far. Black Veil Brides, when they go on their tours, you know? Mm-hmm. When they live on the road, they've been living on the road for the past year and a half. How easily are they going to be able to adjust back into that? Ooh, good point. Because life on the road really wears down on a lot of people and a lot of bands. I know many mu- like individual musicians that leave bands because life on the road, it just isn't for them. You might make a lot of money in Philadelphia, but then when you drive down to Charlotte, your numbers don't do as well, unfortunately. On the flip side, you might have a huge fan base in South Carolina, but then when you go up to Cleveland, they're just the fans aren't as there as many. And it's just a crapshoot sometimes trying to figure that out. So you're going from town to town hoping you make enough money out of merch and ticket sales to have good shows. And then you're stuck on the bus or the van. Everyone <laughs> thinks that every band like rides around in this luxurious tour bus. Not the case. And you're just hoping that everything works out. It's going to be interesting to see how everyone adapts to it. The bigger names, the huge names, the Slipknots, they're going to be just fine. Red Hot Chili Peppers, when they tour, they're going to know what to do. When you have some of these smaller bands who are still trying to make it, you know, maybe have only a couple songs on radio, they're going to be competing for a lot of attention and a lot of space really quick when all these bands come out, when all these tours, concerts, festivals reappear. And there's not going to be any time for them to ease into it. I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about. Joe Numbers from Wrestling Soup brought that up to me, and we were talking about that a little bit. Because we don't know how well that's going to turn out for a lot of people. And festivals are getting announced. DWP is working on finalizing the other festivals throughout 2020 in the United States. On the flip side of that, there are many other multi-genre festivals that are getting announced. The Governor's Ball up in New York was announced today. That's mostly pop and rap. Um, Blue Ridge Rock Fest, which, which is close to Gretchen, which we'll be making the full announcement on when they release the entire um, lineup. They do theirs a little bit differently. They release theirs band by band, day by day. <laughs> Stuff is getting announced, guys. <laughs> Stuff is coming. So we're going to get back to normalcy one way or another. Are we going to be prepared for that? COVID-wise, no. Not everyone's going to be vaccinated. I straw- This is just me being a little bit cynical. I strongly predict that one-third of the United States population will never get vaccinated. Whether that's because they're incapable of it, because they're allergic, but that's a small percentage. Mm -hmm. I predict one-third total of the United States population will never get vaccinated due to my rights or laziness. 
I don't know why when you just said my rights, it was a mix of really, really country and Borat. I did try to do the country part. I did not try for Borat, but I'll take it. Borat came in my rights. Okay, I'll, that's fair. I'll take that one. I went, for con- I went for country, but I can't argue that. It did come out a little bit Borat because the my rats. So. My, my rats. But, and then laziness. You can't even get people to get a flu shot every year. Nope. There are supermarkets and grocery stores and pharmacies that will give you a free gift card if you get a flu shot with them. Mm-hmm. And people still don't do it. Yep. What the heck, guys? What the heck? Now, now again, people are also allergic to the True. flu shot. Oh, absolutely. I was about to say, my poor brother is allergic to both the COVID vaccine and the mm-hmm. flu shot. So right. Very true. That's still a small percentage, though, overall Very. in the United, United yeah. States population. So when festivals start back up in the United States in September of this year, mm-hmm. that'll be roughly six months or from when people started getting vaccinated. Are we going to need another round of vaccines by then? Mm. I'm willing to get it. That's fine. Yeah. But are I'm other people? Too. Because yeah. there's going to be... Okay, let's just say uh, for uh, argument of statistics, just for easy numbers, say there's going to be 20,000 people at this festival. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how big or small this festival is. I've never been to Blue Ridge, but let's just say 20,000 to keep it easy numbers for everybody. Mm-hmm. Say two-thirds are vaccinated. Okay. 13,000, just to be easy. So 13,000 people are vaccinated. But if the vaccine is only going to be lasting for six months, as some scientists are now predicting, how many of those 13,000 are actually going to get it again? We'll say another third. So you have six to 7,000 who got fresh vaccinations, six to 7,000 who got vaccinations earlier in the year, and six to 7,000 who are staunchly wearing the Confederate flag belts and very upset that we had to wear masks for so long. And that also brings up the argument as well. This is an outdoor festival. Are they Mm going to make people wear masks? Is there going to be mask shaming from participants and people walking around? Keep in mind, there are some festivals where you have to wear a mask before vaccines and before COVID. If you ever go to Aftershock in Sacramento, California, there's so much dust in the air from the park. It's a dusty old park that if you don't wear a mask, you're breathing in literally mountains of dust. So something like that's a little bit different. But then you have something like this. Is there going to be any more like any more enforcement of wearing masks, social distancing, things like that? To give an example of what's going on also, because it's going to be, for our international listeners, it's state by state here in the U.S. Every state's different. Here in Missouri, they've announced um, all businesses, restaurants, gyms, you name it, can open, reopen at 100% capacity now. Ooh. No more social distancing need. Still have to wear masks. But it's up to individual rights and owners to see how many people you want to cram into your or your business. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. And also, someone just talked about there should be more mass shaming. There wasn't enough mass shaming, and mass shaming is reverse. It means something totally different in the South as it does in the North and out West, in the Midwest, yep. in Texas. 
it, you go to Texas, mask shaming means, what do you do wearing a mask? Yep. Well, you afraid I go and breathe on you? That's a terrible Texas accent, but you get what I'm about going to say, for. I don't... I, that, that, you tried to sound like a really weird Coach O there. Um, ah, Coach O. Okay, so say we're, very, in, say we're in Louisiana. Oh. And there's... Let's, let's be honest. I know you love LSU. There's some mask shaming there for people that wear masks. Yeah, yeah. So say you walk into a Walgreens and you're wearing a mask... You're going to see Jim Bob there going, Hey, what are you doing wearing a mask? You COVID's not real. Inflated numbers. Rig 2020. Go Tigers. I think my ears are bleeding now. Why'd you have to throw in the Go Tigers at the end? You brought up Coach O. No. Don't be doing that to Coach O. Coach O's fine. He would not do that, by the way. I know that. Do that, oh, man. someone just said South Dakota is mass shaming central. That I believe. I be, I I can totally huh. see that. Like this. Like remember Sturgis? Mm. You know, no one took serious COVID in South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, where it was really low until Sturgis, and then it became an epicenter in the country. Saw her face. So I take that for what it's worth, guys. I don't know how everything's gonna play out. And then that gets to the point of concerts, not outdoor festivals. Amphitheaters. That We already got some shows for that. We're going to announce some more um, tours that got just posted today. But amphitheaters might be okay because they're outdoors too. Mm-hmm. What about indoor concerts? Mm. You know people are – you know house security and staff are not going to be able to enforce mask wearing. No. It's just not going to happen, guys. They can't. You know, depending on the concert, maybe they'll try to do, like, not all concerts are the same. You know, I get that. Some concerts are more tame than others. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do then if it's that law of thirds that I just kind of made? You have a concert hall that seats 3,000 people. Come October, 1,000 of them had fresh vaccines. 1,000 of them had vaccines around this time or earlier. And 1,000 of them are still wearing their rigged 2020 t-shirts. Oh, God. Refusing to accept that COVID was ever real. COVID's not going away. And everyone's afraid now that we'll never achieve herd immunity because of this. Yes. But man, oh, man, it scares me a little. I'll be like, if they say we need to get another, get another vaccine in August, September, I will gladly go out of my way to get that. I have asthma. I I'm not risking it. Forget it. I'll wear a mask at festivals while I'm working. Well, and even that time of year, that's when like places start offering the flu shot. And it's like, I mean, you're already getting one shot. Go ahead and get the second one while you're there. If Actually, you're, I'm not sure you're allowed to cross. That them. is a great point. And I considering mm-hmm. um, how some people are affected after the um, COVID yeah. shot. I would say, mm-hmm. honestly, no to that. I would say get the COVID shot first. Unless it's one of those things, like, since you've already had, like, the first go-around of the COVID vaccine, like, will you get the same kind of side effects Yeah. from then on? True. I would just say get the COVID vaccines first and just keep practicing what you're doing. In tw- I know this is not music talk right now, but... The flu was almost non-existent in 2020. 
because people kept washing their hands, lived on hand sanitizer, wearing masks. Can you imagine if we carried that with us, we kept using as much hand sanitizer in 2021? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't need, the flu would not be even as big of a problem this way either. So, take that for what it's worth. I would like, before we go on to our next topic, I would like to give a uh, special, uh, how do I want to say this? I would just like to address all the poor saps that went to Sturgis, thought um. nothing would happen to them, and tried to enjoy Smash Mouth and Trapped on their Harleys. Was it worth it? <laughs> Looking back months now, was it worth it? Ugh. Don't see... Someone just pointed out this out on YouTube, too. Don't see mosh pits happening? Oh, I do. Those first festivals back, you better believe those people won't be able to hold back. They'll be getting so drunk, so messed up on drugs, so ready to do, like, have that normalcy back. You know, like, even, like, Beartooth doesn't... is like, promoting, like, drug, drunk behavior. They rile the pit up, though. You better believe those mosh pits are coming back. Absolutely. That's just me. For any, that's all bands. Whether you love the band, hate the band, doesn't matter. Those they're coming back. People will not be able to re- like to restrain themselves. And if it is that third, that is anti-vax, COVID's a scam, doing the mosh pitting. You better believe they're going to start sharing it with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but that's how it is. Moving on, one big announcement that came this weekend, and then one big announcement that came today. Along with Gojira's big album that came out, Fortitude, this past Friday, which is excellent. I do people do recommend people check it out if you've not listened to Gojira in a while. They announced after their summer tour with Deftones, they'll be doing their own headlining tour for a little over a month. They'll be going on the road with Knocked Loose and Alien Weaponry, doing a decent tour across the country for over a month, Starting September 3rd in Tennessee, going all the way to the end of October in Ohio, dancing around the country. They'll be making festival appearances as well. So you'll have plenty of chance in the United States to see Gojira. Are they coming to St. Louis? No. Am I upset about that? Yes, but they're going to festivals that I'm hoping to cover. So I get it. I, you know what? That's okay. Ivan agrees with Gojira. <laughs> I was wondering if you heard him. Yes. Ivan, Ivan has had impeccable timing and knowing when to bark at the right moments for the right bands. He really does. So Ivan impressive. approves of Gojira, and that makes me happy. <laughs> you can find the Gojira tour dates, the specific Gojira headlining tour dates with Knock Loose and Alien Weaponry on their socials. You can also find them on GetRock.net. If you've never seen Gojira live, it's worth it. And also on that Deftones tour as well. They'll also be performing at Aftershock. And Blue Ridge Rock Fest that we know of. They might be making other festival appearances. We don't know yet because there's still a few more to be announced. But we'll let you know Mm -hmm. as soon as we find out. Moving on. For the Billboard Mainstream Top 3 Songs of the Week, there's been some changes. Last week, there were no changes in the lineup at all. This week, there's been three changes. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's impressive. So for Billboard's mainstream rock tracks, the top 10 songs that are usually curated every week based on radio play, mainly not so much through sales, but through Sirius XM, FM, and online radio. Coming at number three, the title track from The Offspring's latest album, Let the Bad Times Roll. This is their first two album in roughly nine years. Um, 
I speak for no one but myself on this. This new album from The Offspring is terrible. As of oh. now, it is on my worst of the year list. Damn. These are grown men who have de-aged in immaturity, Uh-oh. and their music writing has gotten worse. And you can tell that they just, man, oh man, I don't know what else to say about this stupid album. Oh. And for and for describing that as the offspring where they have PhDs in the band, this album is stupid. Damn. Yeah. And I like the offspring. I do. They're great live. They're fun. Those 90s albums are great. <laughs> but I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. What the heck? What the heck happened? You you waited this long? You finally got all those nightmarish label issues they had. They had like terrible label contract issues for years that even prevented them from making and releasing new music. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was that was big too, and they were stuck in that nightmare for a long time. That's why we got no new The Offspring for quite a while, and even touring was difficult after a bit. Yeah. Um, is someone just asked on YouTube? Is it worse than Green Day's Father of All? Yes. That's easy. Also, I'll put oh. this on there as well. You uh, cut out, by the way. Oh, did I? I can, didn't hear what you... Yeah. Can you hear me now? I apologize. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll repeat that just in case everyone didn't hear me. Someone just asked on the YouTube chat, is it worse than Green Day's Father of All that came out last year? Yes. Oh. Significantly. Wow. I'll say, th- I'll say <laughs> this. I think it's worse than uh, Data Remember's latest album. Oh, shit. Because at least with the Data Remembers latest album, I you could tell at moments you got what they were going for. It was not good, but I could tell what they were aiming for. So. Uh, man, I'm like intrigued to listen to it. It's stupid. I mean, this was like, even at the smartest of times, like they would really make you think. But even at the dumbest of times, they were still pretty fun. Songs like Why Don't You Get a Job is not going to make you smarter. But it's still a fun song. It's catchy. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, these songs aren't even catchy. It's just flat out bad. Oh, no. So, I don't know. If you like it, go ahead and like it. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Don't let me dissuade you from enjoying an album. But, man, oh, man, this was... I... If I see The Offspring live in 2021, 2022, I hope to not hear any of these songs. There's no appeal. Feel free to ask other critics, other music reviewers, other musicians, other fans what they think. Please do. Let me know in the th- your thoughts of this too. Because this is someone from co- that likes The Offspring, that grew up with The Offspring. I inherited my sister's CD, you know, Smash. That was my sister, older sister's CD. I was way too young mm. when that came out, man. Five? Maybe four? I don't know. I'd have to look up the dates. But then I went and bought Americana when I was old enough to actually buy my own CDs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Hey, kids, let the bad songs roll. Man, oh, man. I'm aware AJR also released a new album. I have not listened to that. So, take that for what it's worth. I don't want to think about worst albums of the year. 
I want to. I, I want to talk about good music. I was to say we're only in May. Exactly. And I've listened to a decent amount of music so far. We've gotten good stuff this year too so far. Loved Gojira. Loved Epica. Those are in the metal categories too. We've also mm-hmm. got another. We have much, much more good stuff to come this year, guys. Much more. So. That being said, that was a long-winded rant about the number three spot on Billboard's mainstream rock chart. Sorry, I wanted to get my thoughts out on that. <laughs> I know, because I haven't talked about it yet. Coming at number three, the title track from The Offspring's latest album, At Their Peak Position. Coming at number two on Billboard's mainstream rock chart for the top ten, Seether with Bruised and Bloodied, off their album that came out last year. Hmm. Um, Meh? <laughs> Proves my point again. Seether can just put out B-side tracks and radio plays it. They do. Mm-hmm. It's not. It, it's not some insufferable piece of music. It's not. This even the album last year I didn't hate. Not by any means. It's just kind of there. So take that for what it's worth. Someone just made a great comment on Twitch. How has Seether never released a song called Bruised and Bloodied before now? Because that sounds like their bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It does. I agree. Well said. And coming in at number one, a band that's achieved other number ones, Pop Evil with the song Breathe Again. Oh, wow. It's been on the charts for quite a while. It was that slow climber. That Sirius it's, XM, it gets, oh, I was about to say, it gets overplayed on Sirius. Sirius XM Octane really hammers that down hard. Um, yeah, they love are, that one. At least one DJ on Sirius XM Octane really goes to that um, at least once in every, more, pro, I would say more than once an hour at some points on the heavy rotation yeah. periods. Um, FM is now joining suit. But that's another number one song for Pop Evil. I'm fine with the song. That's I think that's actually a stronger song for them than some of the others they've released in the past. But at the same time, boy, oh boy, I'm burnt out beyond burnt out on it. So that's just me. Mm -hmm. So that's the top three. Another one for pop evil. And I say good for them. I've seen pop evil live twice, but though both of those times were like 2013 and 2014. So it's been many years. They'll be touring in later 2021, making festival appearances as well. So keep an eye out for that. If you are a pop evil fan, and I say that as someone who is looking back this past week, I know it's only Tuesday, looking over the weekend, new music that came out, other things that are coming for the rest of the week. It does feel like there's some normalcy. Yeah. Gretchen said this to me like in a comment uh, a couple of days ago. We're getting tour announcements, festival updates, new music announcements. It's slowly feeling like normalcy is coming back. And that's not to say we have it right now. It's still going to be months. But the fact that we're getting like promise dates that are real, like realistic, you know, for September, October, November. Yeah. I believe it. Mm-hmm. We might have nice things again, guys. Might. It's all, it's, there's no nice way to say this. I hope employers, like a lot of employers, um, enforce that you have to have a flu shot it'd be great if more employers said you have to have the COVID shot because insurance would cover that anyway all right that'd be great that's one solution for that right there do you want to work then get the COVID shot unless you have unless you can yeah and i get that and thank you for both pointing that out 
but you cannot use the excuse of COVID equals scam. Right. No more of that. So you can't use the excuse of, well, I don't know what's in the COVID vaccine. Get out of here with that. Mm-hmm. Unless you can name every ingredient in diet soda that you're <laughs> drinking. Get out of here with that. Are those cigarettes that you're smoking? If you smoke still in 2020 or 2021 and you're complaining about what's in the COVID vaccine, get out of here. Ridiculous. So. Most vaccines are available now at Target, Walgreens, mm-hmm. CVS, all pharmacies. Many of them will give you incentives to go. I want to say it's like 100% or close to 100% insurance covered. You call It costs you nothing. You will not get a bill. And even if you don't have insurance, it's very cheap. Yep. And the reason why it's so cheap is because insurance gets billed for that. And companies like Walgreens, Target, those places are desperate to bill insurance companies. And that's how they make money off of it. And that's why you'll go to some of these places saying, hey, get a free $5 gift card for blah, blah, blah. If you get the COVID vaccine here, we have Pfizer. So keep an eye out. I saw someone carrying a small child today while smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get people still do that. People still vape. If you're vaping and you can name and, and you cannot name every ingredient in your vape juice. But yeah. then and you're saying, oh, I, I don't trust the COVID vaccine. Get out of here. Get out of here. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to end with on this nice evening? Uh, no, just get the vaccine if you can. Yeah. And wash your hands. Continue to wash your hands. You should have been doing that before the pandemic, but like. <laughs> yes. Really, really be doing that now? I have to say those little portable um, hand sanitizer things you can get everywhere. Mm-hmm. Very handy. Keep one in the car. You're set. Keep one at your desk. You're set. So. I will say it's kind of nice because, uh, you know, you think about this time last year when the toilet paper was missing, the hand sanitizer was. It's nice to actually go back into a store and you just see everything stocked. It's like mm-hmm. cool. Yep. So, you know what? Work together. Get the word out, too. It's great that we're all doing our part. And I know I'm talking to an echo chamber sometimes when I talk to people listening to the podcast. Spread the word. Not only about the podcast, that'd be great if you got your friends to listen to the podcast too, but I'm talking about spread the word. (laughs) Tell people about the vaccines, where they can get them. You know, that's how you're going to beat this thing. Tell people, like, ask your friends, did you get the vaccine yet? No, don't, don't be like, you didn't get it yet. Just go, okay, well, they're, they're actually offering it at Walgreens now for free. Watch how many people actually get that then when they hear that. So Mm -hmm. that's just me. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Please, please, please join us tomorrow on Twitch, 8 p.m. Eastern. Rock Coliseum Riffage, two hours of shenanigans. It's always a lot of fun. It'll be ridiculous. Crash, Mark, John, and myself. They do not know the music videos I'm going to play. And that's what makes it exciting for me. So keep that in mind. We always have a good time with this. It's more fun with the more people we have in chat on Twitch. This will be on Twitch only because we can't do the music video stuff on YouTube with a live stream. So... Thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Please check out the socials to keep up to date on all the news that's coming out. I'll share press releases on Facebook, Twitter. Um, I'll keep trying to update more on Instagram with concert photos now that more stuff's coming out. 
I'm on TikTok now still. If you haven't checked that out, I'll try to have more fun on there with everybody. Thank you guys again as we fade away. Gretchen, please let Ivan know that Gojira is coming, and that's a great thing. Oh, I most certainly will. Thank you very much. Thank you guys again. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow night for Rock Coliseum Riffage on Twitch.